which she was like, so what you've been up to? I was like, well, and then, you know, I <laughs> told her all about all the shit I've been researching. And she was like, wow, I'm glad to hear you say that. Cause like, I was thinking about a lot of that stuff, but like, I yeah. didn't want to say it cause I was so afraid. And I was like, yes, this is, I think what is going on right now is like, right. Really right. just like, cause the two women I've had conversations with sh- this shit about are just like, oh my God. Yeah. Legit. Cause like the elevator right, pitch my... A is pretty quick and B like, yeah. My my fear though, as long as they're like is... sane and not like totally sucked into like the tumbler, like right. However, you know, mine... here's my fear. Org. Uh-huh. Like the those women are not masculine. The women who are like really in touch with being women, who are mm. allowed to be in touch with being women, are of course looking around and being like, wait, what the hell's going on with womanhood? And why is it becoming this like tiny thing that only I am in? You know, they're like, Why am I the only one holding yeah, guns? Yeah, I mean, that would be they, they'll come to the title butch feminist hopefully start from episode one and then right. they'll get taken along for the ride welcome to the butches the femmes and the feminists this is your host mac yes that's right i'm i'm a co-host now it's official welcome to the first episode of the new stone butch disco the butch feminist enjoy the ones who I really feel for are the people who are so deep down in this shit that they, they will automatically turn off anything that we say if they've been told to turn it off. Like, dude, I get so That's many- what I'm saying. It's too late by that point. Like it's, it's too late. But I've and- reached, but, but we've, we've reached them. Like it takes work, but like, if you mm. respond to them in kind, they're like, Oh, I, that's yeah, really, I guess my that's body actually, that. that's actually the thing is like, and but they don't even really need to listen to it. They just need to see it exists. And then they want to send angry emails yeah. without even listening to it. And then, and then you respond with like, Hey, like blah, 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 blah. But like, that's a lot of emotional labor. Right. Is it, is the payoff worth it? And it's a, it takes a lot out of you. And that's one of the reasons that I got really just filled with rage is that I realized that the, the women who are, who are not allowed to ask questions are the ones who have been fully taken in by like the queer agenda yeah. of, you are not allowed to talk about yourself and you actually have to discipline other people to keep them from talking about themselves. Like none of us can tell the truth. And so yes, the rant capitulated. That's what it is. Like the rant in question here that we talk about, uh, over the next few minutes of the episode is the beginning, um, speech of the last episode that Rachel recorded sort of, mid-peaking and it caused a lot of drama i i was feeling like i wanted to reach people who have been told that they have to hate us because they are us and you're using men to mean males yes i'm still so for in the name of precision i'm still when i write i'm talking about female specificity because like I am less interested in what everybody identifies as and more interested in the fact that the fact of my body has been told to me as unspeakable, that I'm not allowed to say female because it hurts people's feelings. Meanwhile, meanwhile, how many trans women have you ever seen get told they're not allowed to talk about their penis? Nobody. They get millions and billions (laughs) of dollars to do whatever the fuck they want with and like totally catered to by 
basically all of like corporate America, which is insane to me. It's like the discourse around um, trans pride is so dick centric. It is unbelievable when you actually look at in like large amounts. That's that's the I feel like that's the language thing, though, is like to to bring people in. It's like think stop for just a second and like don't think about anything but reproductive biology like if you believe in sexual dimorphism like if you've taken a science class well not even no and i don't want to capitulate to that either because the rad fems are all like, i mean like biology. high school no, like high school biology. eyes or a mouth or yes ears or basic a nose yes Everything senses everything that's why it's like an ideology and like a fucking right i mean it's a lie so the idea that like male and female aren't real things that still continue to exist even if you change secondary sex characteristics that's what we're talking about when we say ideology yeah if you're not getting that ideology then god more power to you please live in the whatever zone of freedom you have found from this shit but we just have to write are not even allowed to be gay they're literally not allowed to say that they like to fuck pussy because they're not allowed to be proud of pussy however everybody is allowed to be proud of a penis which is why this is like the other thing that like really got me being like, holy shit, this is a fucking problem. It's because like this is just powerfully homophobic is what this right. is. It is eliminating and making like and pathologizing all like same sex homosexual desire relations, everything. And that's like that should make us all every, you know, mother loving homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> like wake up and go what the fuck is going on here and like we maybe should have all woken up when like all of our you know legacy organizations started to be funded by the titans of industry but gender a wider lens it's one of my favorite like yeah podcasts in this realm because it's two they're therapists great. and they're just like so funny and like you know they're just moms it's it's sweet mm-hmm. And they're good therapists and they really care. And, and, you know, it's, it's really, it's touching. Um, And they have some great content, some really great interviews with scientists and like really go into shit on that clinical level. That's like really important and interesting. We should definitely add them to their like list. Um, But they just have like a really great, you know, 20 second. We're just establishing some norms. Like, even if you don't agree, like come along with us or just like establishing like, they're, I mean, really what they establish in their intro is like how reasonable they are. They're like, no, we are like, <laughs> this is the reasonable this is side. Balanced. Yeah. This is balanced. And yeah. like, but I don't mean balanced in the way of like, you know, CNN tries to be balanced by like hosting Trump town halls. Like I'm not, no, I don't, <laughs> I'm, I don't want to do that. Like, but I mean, I hope too that like the name, the butch feminist, like would peak. And I mean, P-I-Q-U-E uh, enough <laughs> interest um yeah. uh to start listening to it and be like oh what do they have to say and like even if they don't start at episode one like i don't know if they listen to us and go hmm, these are some like older butches and they're like really mad about this thing i wonder wonder why <laughs> like mm-hmm. hmm. i mean you have to like that's the thing is like you have to have some level of like critical thinking or curiosity or flexible like mental flexibility to like even like want to engage with the other side after that level of brainwashing because like even I like was I mean I wasn't like in it in it and that like I was like on Twitter like calling people tertiary but like I was I had sort of accepted the like major narrative of like 
gender ideology as a sort of concept i was like yeah okay sure like i just didn't it didn't ring any it didn't ring any bells didn't didn't set off any alarms yet which i don't know why but like who knows um i was like i was like i was preoccupied with a lot of other shit also (laughs) well and also you just want people to live their best life it's like that's the thing too it like hadn't personally affected me is the other thing it's like because i had like gone through all of that so long ago i like didn't i wasn't in it it. or like i am a lone wolf like i wasn't watching all my friends transition or anything like that like i knew people who did but it wasn't like it's not that like transition is is bad or or hurts anyone. Well, okay, so Finland and the United Kingdom and a few other European countries would take issue with that. They certainly think that there is some harm being done by transition, especially to youth. Um, you should check out the article linked below. Um, Finland takes another look at youth gender medicine. It's like really straightforward and balanced and you know the tone is very you know respectful and (laughs) calm and it's it's it covers it all it's a great primer to all of this no but i didn't like notice that it was like i didn't notice how much of it was going on yes like let's be fucking honest because there are people who need to transition actual social contagion at work here there is actual social contagion and like look we if you don't buy that then you're then you're not looking at the statistics because the there is proof out the ass that girls are being frankly targeted it's it's undeniable at this point yes um yes so like, yes. here's the thing. And I knew that because I was a teacher of girls and they were Literally. spouting some weird ideas about how like, well, if you like this, then you're probably not a lesbian, you're a man. Like I heard that narrative in a ton of different language over the three years that I taught early high school and late high school and later years. And so I was becoming concerned. And uh, once you see it, once you see that what's happening is the definition of womanhood is shrinking and the uh, what 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 that does is make a bunch of girls feel like there's something very wrong with them when you see girls living with that and literally like in mental health crises constantly because they think that they're that they need to pursue radical radical surgeries in order to be themselves because they think and it's like if that's the case for them then yes but that's not the case in these girls the girls i was talking to were female homosexuals female homosexuals who were attracted to women who thought that that made them men. Now look me dead in my fucking face and tell me that's not social contagion and fucking homophobic as shit. Yes. Ah. So like it's just that's homophobia why... under yeah. a different name and like just more like effective because it's more underground. Like that's... and what really gets me? I mean, you know, I started I started giving a fuck about this in 2015 because I saw that the discourse was disciplining certain things out of the conversation and certain things in. The word lesbian was falling way out of all conversations happening in academia around sex and gender. Our sexuality began to be painted as fundamentally trans, redefined yeah. as trans. People yeah. looked at me and told me I was trans and told me that I was writing trans theory. They were Things that are actually female sexuality theory were being relabeled as trans theory because they dared not to be focused on receiving penetration, right? So like, that is what happened to me. I was already pissed. You guys, I'm confessing my like half-baked rant from last episode. I was trying to figure out how Stone Butch Disco would continue to exist with my current level of rage. And I used the word turf and I don't believe the word turf means fucking anything. I was like, 
expressing caution around not wanting to be affiliated with people who are hateful, but you should know from listening to me that I'm not hateful. So like, I don't- And then we're to... not affiliated with anybody. And we're not affiliated with anybody. And, and, and so I think and... <laughs> to, to answer your question about like, so how do we draw people in? I think they email us because they're angry and don't want to listen to it. We say, how about you actually listen to an episode? We tell them to listen to this episode. Yeah. And then we see what happens. Right. I think it's worth it. And no, also your writing is like really approachable if that's like, you know. Yeah. And I'm fucking better at writing. Like when I sit down yeah. and think about it, I would never fucking. You're plenty good at talking to. I've don't spent worry. 20 fucking pages on how the word turf means nothing, but it's in the, it's in the like vernacular of all this shit. And when yeah. I'm trying to reach, this is what fucking pissed you guys. This is why Stonebush Disco went dark. I was hearing from people who are me. I was hearing from the kinds of people like the person who works at Walmart, who is one of me. I know you're one of me and I know that you don't feel okay. And I know that when you see me, you think it's impossible that I could exist, but you can be like me too. I was seeing people write me who are like, who feel in community with me, insist that they are not in community with me and insist that, that what I was saying was turfish because it was about the female body. I mean, people were saying like, literally dude mac the the line that that somebody got pissed about was this was the line the female body is not nothing i'm not allowed to say the female body is not nothing they said that was turfy and so look what i you know did. what okay you I know fucking... what i say to that i say fuck them like we're <laughs> fighting for them anyway but fuck them okay like, but it's that in, it's that insane and so, i know like, and was... like so that's the thing it's like we're not gonna like we're not gonna capture these people but who we are gonna gonna you know be in community with are all the women that have been awake to the shit for uh years now that we were like oh Dude. wait hi because there's so lots of were them saying, and there will be more yeah 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 however okay so this is my fear you were saying you know you need a certain level of critical thinking ability to get here yes you also need a certain level of self-love you and i yes. have a level of self-love yes that these kids that i'm hearing from do not have. have they do not value no. their body they don't think they have any worth as a female they think they need to like change fundamentally to be a human I mean, being how and old have are the they? sex they want how old are they well i would guess like early 20s from pro yeah see that's the thing it's like you but really I can't abandon the, those people so no, like, here but, I like, am fucking they're just gonna life. have to get older <laughs> like they're gonna have to go with god and figure it out we're not your enemies if you love the female body that doesn't make you a turf all right so pause on this word just to clarify there's there's been a few minutes that have passed so the situation with the word turf, I I believe it has no single coherent meaning whatsoever, and I do think it is a dog whistle used to shit on women, and I don't think that we would get as many great headlines off of it if it was some kind of nickname for males who act up, right? Uh, but I, I am not intending to affiliate with it um, because I do think there are some people who are like ironically or not identifying as turfs these days, and the ones I've seen are usually doing so because they're just they've reached their limit on being called screamed at like yelled at for valuing female experience um and so they're like ironically identifying with it uh, you know they may or may not be of the crew of people who are just dicks to other humans and i'm not going to be a dick to another human including if that person identifies as trans that doesn't excuse shit behavior so there's one thing but i also would say that those people are just dicks we don't have to call them turfs and like labeling them turfs then enables us to go around and kick every other woman who ever had a thought in her mouth so that she doesn't say it out loud, uh, which is what's happening. We all 
all of us who have been trying to have conversations that are like reasonable about sex and gender over the last, I would say three years, especially. And I blame COVID for making everybody too internet dependent, but like, um, five, 10 years, maybe like people have tried to say like, actually female experience is like really specific. Um, we get called tariffs all the time, so I get why we're sick of it, but I'm not, I would not count myself as even ironically identifying with the word. Uh, that being said, if it's, if that's like a whole specter for you or like the greatest crime or like some kind of profound thought crime that is just nebulously circling over your head as like something that you might accidentally touch if you say the wrong thing, really, really, really do some digging on how you, how you came to feel like you could be accused of that. What is being disciplined about your thoughts and language um, by just the fear of being associated with it? It's, it's really something. When I started to question that about my own fears, I, some stuff started breaking down for me and I was like, oh, okay. So I was just told that I wasn't allowed to talk about like a clitoris. That's what it is. Anywho, that shit doesn't make you a turf. Because, like, literally what does? We know that the people accusing other people of being turfs can't define it very well because God knows the criteria they're using are, like, all over the board. Um, so the only, like, possible criterion to, like, limit this category is, like, people who say that they are. But, like, that, even that is, like, a secondary thing to, like, the creation of it. So it's just kind of it's a fucking useless word. It's, like, done so much harm to our ability to talk to each other. There's no such thing. No such one thing. So every time we use that word, we kick women a little bit, and it just becomes this, like, hammer in which the whole world of feminism is, is a nail. Like, let's cool it. So... Max gonna run the email because I get yeah. really emotional about don't worry about a lot it. of this stuff and it's not it's it's becoming a thing for me like I'm writing about it to work through it but like the extent to which I see in in people's aggression toward us them shooting themselves in the foot is horrendous yeah. it is dramatic irony to the nth degree and that's not even like fair to say it is so depressing it has flattened me for the last two months that's the truth i mean they're gonna come around to it but it's but but it the might reason not that be they're coming way. around to it dude the reason that they're finding us is because they know they feel some connection with the word butch they know yeah. they feel some connection but that's, with it. so that's that's then what we offer is like a challenge of like okay you want to be a butch we're setting a good example and you know what a good butch is is a feminist a good butch is a fucking feminist and that's put that on a fucking t-shirt like yeah. that is the fucking mission statement here well, okay oh, by the way like... we got t-shirts stonebutchdisco.com we seriously do i designed them for myself i made them so that i could print them and buy them myself and some people have been buying them but if you want to go buy some they're there and it has a lot to do a lot of that shit is about being a butch feminist um because that's the core of my butch identity. There would be no butchness for me without being the woman that I am and the lesbian that I am and loving other women the way that I do, which is a butch way of loving women. So, and so that's it. Yeah, and quoting, you know, my conversation with Carol, this part also didn't get recorded, which is so sad. But, um, you know, we were talking about how, you know, butches need feminism. Like, 
which is just really need second wave feminism. That's that's we actually fucking do. We really do. That's the long and short of it. Like, come get your second wave feminism here, people. Like, we got it. We got and, it. And we, we got it. Charge you a damn nickel. And no, and I mean, but if you want to make a generous gift to <laughs> uh, our sustainability in the long term, the short and long term, you can do that at our Patreon which is also linked somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah, we um, have it. Um, but, I'll, I'll make sure uh, the links are back in. And I'm also going to make we sure- We got to think about some like tipping option too, like a coffee.com, whatever, like yeah, buy me a coffee. Um, anything for the old morale. Just fucking Venmo. That's just, send us a DM and like maybe we'll send you our Venmo. Um, uh, uh, but We do have some super generous supporters who have stuck with us through the shit. And I know they know what capital T, capital S, the shit means. Cause like they've yeah. been in it. They know. Yeah. Um. But oh, so the thing that the thing that Carol was saying okay, is that yeah. when you center women, a lot of things change. Basically, everything changes. Everything changes yep. when you center women. When you and that's women. that's that's the like thought experiment I want people to have when they like walk in the door. It's like okay, imagine a world yeah. where women are the center of everything instead of the man, male as the as the like um, default human like the first character in the character selection sheet it's like a woman right what if there was a slur what if there was a marginalization of men who treat us like shit instead of a marginalization of women with opinions that Weird. would be great that would be so funny yeah that'd be crazy but like um, so think here's about the that thing like literally the world the written record of history has never centered women imagine what would happen if it did then maybe none of us would actually think that like you have to desire a penis in order to have the sex that you want to have with a strap on maybe none of us would ever get sold that lie no maybe we wouldn't have to call our parts bonus holes or front holes as that one uh cervical cancer charity recently suggested god no no that's cursed see that's this is also like this is the 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 homophobia and the sexism has just taken on a new guy's yeah. it's just more insidious that's the word i keep thinking of it's just more insidious so you're less likely to notice it but it's actually even more damaging mm-hmm. so like glisten which is like the oh my god and this is a whole separate story about my career and how like i was a high school teacher and i ended up getting ousted for advocating for basically like fucking rainbow stickers in classrooms um, because yeah, I, I think those are sometimes useful, especially in Texas where I am, like those are helpful. Uh, but then my whole story got like wrapped up as just evidence of like the war on trans people as though I was trans. It's this, I, the like optics of me. It's so weird. Not. It's yeah. so fucking weird how that is though. Right. Like uh, we should link that too, like on the website. Cause it's, it's got know, all it's the weird, shit there, but, but like, it's like, it's fucking weird how they did that. And like, they don't say it in the text, but like. But they keep connecting things and you can they, see the discursive links over and over weird. and over. Um, and I was like, just just trying to fight my fight. So I was like, what? But we were, you know, I was like a Gay Straight Alliance um, sponsor slash advisor for my high school. And we use like the Gay, Lesbian and Straight Education Network's materials, like GLSEN's materials. Um, but like GLSEN has officially gone off the rails. Um, like in the guide about sex, they're like, Many individuals don't see body parts as having a gender. We've chosen to include alternative words for readers to use for their genitals. So they're like trying to lay out way like and some kind of talk about bodies, which I was like, okay, that's good. But then they're like, you know, some trans men use choose to use the words front hole 
or internal genital instead of vagina. Some trans women may say strap less or girl dick for penis. This usage is meant for one-on-one -on -one communication with trusted persons such as your doctor or partner, not for broad discussion. Like, why does this guide exist? Like in, in making a guide, they've submitted a document for broad discussion. Like this is a public document for public discussion. So if they're going to do that, they've chosen some pretty selective terms for the discussion of body parts when lesbians have a whole host of our own alternative terms for body parts and they're not showing up in the guide. So this was actually published on Healthline, but it was with the GLSEN and Advocates for Youth, um, like they signed on to it. And it's the LGBTQIA Safe Sex Guide. And it's like, why the fuck are you going to have a guide for sex? This is what this, is what this foundation money pays for. This is exactly what this foundation money pays for. Okay, what are you looking at? Um, this is Glisten's gifts and grants revenue from 2015 to 2021. Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, it <laughs> skyrockets it from uh, a little over $5 million a year in 2015 and 2016. And then just absolutely like took off 17, 18, 19. And there was a huge jump. Like it almost doubled between um, 2019 and 2020. That money pays for shit like those fucking guides and that sort of ideology work. I mean, you and, you and I have both located 2015 as the moment when funding seems to have shifted and the whole world shifted. And now it was like, Nobody was talking about homosexuality as homosexuality between two same-sex people. Everything was about gender. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's the ideology part. That's why it's gender ideology. Right. Which is the idea. It's exactly the way that Glisten kind of words this. You know, like many individuals don't see body parts as having a gender, but we're not concerned with gender. We're who, concerned with who sex. Who is many people also? Like, <laughs> the fuck are they talking about? Well, I mean, what are they talking about? But like... Why would you not, you know, they say traditional safe sex guides often unnecessarily gender body parts as being male parts and female parts. Um, okay, that's fine. But then look at how they differently talk. It's not fine, but actually look at the comparison between like the words that they include for trans men's alternative genitalia words, like front hole or internal genital. And then like the ones that, uh, trans women use which include like girl dick which is kind of valorized like front hole is not something i ever hear like celebrated no also like some people like no it makes it sound like it's like a lot of people saying this i'm like no it's really not like it's, it's really not, not that many people saying this like why do we need to spend like billions of dollars to like bankroll this across a shitload of organizations that's the other like thing too is like if you're if you're tentative if you're like oh like i don't know i don't know if I, how i feel about this whole like gender critical like thing it's like well okay stay with me here this is america in america yeah. money is speech money talks money is power if you want to know what's going on with something you got to follow the money and guess what if you follow the money here there's an answer and it's just men in general billionaire men so if you take away literally anything from this episode and read like one thing we recommend in this episode it's definitely this jennifer billick has been on this beat from day fucking one and she's got the receipts so check out the links in the show notes there's tons of 
pharmaceutical companies and shit that make mad money on this and all these foundations that you know grist this mill and like like it it harms women and girls that's the thing is like the receipts are really out there like yeah and it's like i'm tired of being told that i'm insane for saying that for literally pointing to actual factual stories yes. of people being raped in prisons that have been yes. sex integrated and like, like uh fucking athletes like young female athletes that are just so defeated like by knowing that like they're gonna you know give it their all to be at the top of their sport and they're gonna get and they're talking about that like and they are yeah and they they're literally like you know protests they're just not obviously mainstream media is not gonna do that so we're not listening (laughs) um but yeah what's what's so weird about this like safe sex guide but that's what's getting paid for is like the 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 other end of that money like as someone that you know again like has worked in nonprofits and like sort of understand how this shit works like the other side of this is stuff like these fucking pdfs that they have and these fucking like trainings they hold and blah blah blah, blah where yeah. they disseminate this ideology i just and can't get away from they... how like it's this is what my first advisor who i adored and she'll probably deny saying this she was like men they just want all of their things and also all of our things and she was like super, literally super pro every she was like very pro trans in every way like would even kind of like probably encourage someone to think that they were trans back because she because Ooh. she was like uh new to it as well you know just trying to be supportive right yeah but then like yeah. one time i just heard her say you know this this is kind of weird it's almost like they want our things and all of their things they don't want to give up any of their things literally but like it is a colonization it is a colonization effort they want to be able to have the womb and the ability to give birth they want to have like the female experience whatever sort of pornified like thing that that is you know their their like femininity by there i mean the fucking autogonophiles like it's it is a like pornified like male which is not trans like, women that those are agps but we should yes, be able to identify no. and talk about agps i'm because, talking about agp that's the thing yeah. it's like trans like the 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 trans women who are not agps go with god um like but agps that's all i care about really is like well, they're because they're the ones with the money and power and they're the ones with like that are actually trying to like institute this ideology and like get all of these laws changed and like change the way everyone like thinks and sell mm-hmm. all these drugs and capture a generation like and it like helps their their case if females don't exist like if there's no such thing as like the female sex yes it definitely helps them be women you know like yes so so they're really bent on erasing yes because it fits their that's the whole point of their sexual fetish is like being validated as a woman right and like dear god i fucking really appreciate the agps who were like yeah that's exactly what i was that's doing. exactly what it is yeah like who i love those it. people like yeah. i i could i can't think of one there's one on twitter that like was interviewed on some podcast i listened to i can't remember which one i think it was heterodorks but i was just like i love this guy because he was just like so straightforward and i was like oh my right. god yeah. like, thank you what what i cannot stand by and watch happen is that like the language that is used to describe like trans men's bodies is like the language of absence like front hole internal it's still sexist like it's, it's still, still sexist. sexist it is a sexist ideology and a homophobic ideology and period. meanwhile girl dick just like period explodes in popularity you know and it's yeah. like well and what's so funny is you know mb and jenny are like a butch femme couple 
both female and like they use girl dick they've been using it forever for like mb's cock but yes like they but that's been officially colonized like a girl dick is is the thing that belongs to trans women i and also like, remember when a girl dick was just your fucking strap on right yes so but no that not those anymore are mutually exclusive now nope and girl dick is the thing that like is celebrated as a presence and meanwhile like all the trans men are like i have this kind of hole which is so weird and ironic uh. because like actually you can't construct a vagina and a clit out of not a no a clit. the powerful so, irony of it is just insane to me yeah, like, so like i mean uh, look, this is like mean I, I don't mean it to be cruel but like the experience of trans identified male people who who like do or do not identify as trans women but like are medicalized and have that experience what they can create is like a hole that kind of functions similarly mm -hmm. to a vagina only insofar as it's a whole it doesn't have any of the other things that a vagina has that are presences you know what i mean like it's not it's just to create it can't the illusion. it isn't part of the mechanism to create life right like one of the most like sacred like things we have on this earth it doesn't do what truly. a vagina does so like for trans men to be forced or not forced but you know like discursively encouraged to call their their vagina a front yes. hole is ironic and dehumanizing and fucking wild. Yeah. And like, that's how you know ideology is at work here because it's not yeah. equal. You wanna hear some really fucked up shit on the like, this is not equal? So yes. when I was doing some research, I was looking at the Wikipedia pages of feminizing hormone therapy and masculinizing hormone therapy in order to get like drug names. And the thing that I noticed that was in, on each of the pages, there's like a graph kind of near the bottom or well, actually no, it's in the, the graphs are in the transgender hormone therapy page actually. Um, but they list all the sort of like effects of testosterone and estrogen and whether or not they're permanent or like reversible um and of all of the effects of estrogen two of them are permanent and nine of them are reversible but for uh testosterone six of them are permanent and seven of them are reversible wow i did not know that yep well and okay you know what else is not fucking fair phalloplasties don't goddamn work and that's no. where carol is totally fucking right to be like well uh, carol's totally fucking right to just say everything she says i think carol's totally fucking has, right but... period end of sentence like i just <laughs> like, i am like totally her disciple now like no but i just like, think she's carol, so brave to talk about the fucking phalloplasty thing because like oh yeah the outcomes fucking blow Cursed. for Cursed. trans men oh like it's not and and that's so many of those like detrans stories like you know i've texted you I'm, i've been like i'm in a hole on you gotta stop you gotta stop reading that shit dude that yeah. is bad for your mental health it like, is it is but it's like yeah. so important it's almost like i want to provide witness and be able to speak to it at least because like y'all if you haven't looked at r slash detrans and somebody recently suggested to me that it's like a useless platform of radicalization of turfs and no that no. r slash detrans is individual stories of like devastation and if you can't pick but it is that, also like it, one of the best tools for like radicalization for peaking, of your friends maybe. yes yeah. to totally <laughs> 
in the same way that some of these articles are for like a different set of person like for the person that like looks at reddit too much just be like no go look at the subreddit and like come back to me in two days and tell me you haven't peaked like dude it's and it's like everybody's writing different writing styles and it's so personal and it's It's so so dark and so much of it is like i i realized after i had already done all these things to myself that the ultimate goal of the phalloplasty was gonna be horrible and i would never have a penis and so i like and i'm not one of those people i can't i can't pretend to be among the group of people who actually wants a penis. I never did. I never wanted that. I just wanted the strap and I love the strap and I love taking it off also. I like to fuck with it. I like to take it off. But I I was one of those in the bucket of people who were being told and who believed for a brief moment that maybe what I really wanted deep down is to be a man. If I had gone a little further down that path- We were I being advertised made... that. Yeah. We were in that, that target we were, market. We were in the target market. We were. Genspec's Instagram actually had a great post about this the other day, and I'm just going to read it. It says, who is most at risk for gender dysphoria? Girls? Adolescents? People with ADHD or autism? Gifted individuals? People with mental health conditions, gay, lesbian, and bisexual individuals. Does that sound like you too? I would have been, I can just feel the like thing that would have resulted for me, which is everybody told me that I would be happier with a penis, but they can't actually give me a penis, but they made me do all this shit to myself to like get closer. Like I read those stories and I'm like, fuck like I was so so sad close to this whatever this experience is if I just walked a little further that's why like uh, you know major props to all of the like actual factual detransitioners out there that are like going and talking before state legislatures and like getting on the media and like writing shit and substack and stuff like they that's who we need to be listening to right now like because in America, we don't have, we're not going to have, like, a systematic, like, medical review of this that's, like, uninfluenced by, like, pharmaceutical money. Right. So, like, that's about all we have is, like, the legal system is, like, all of the fucking lawsuits are about to, like, yeah. come out of the ass. And, like, there's right. legal precedent for this because of shit, like, low T. Like, look it up. We'll talk about it later. Um, That whole scandal, <sighs> uh, if you forgot about that. Um, But, yeah. Pin. It's, put a pin in that. Um. <laughs> Um, well, so the thing that needs to be said is liberals, dear liberal politicians, the detransitioners and the trans men who are on females team, like Aaron Kimberly and Buck Angel and the, like the people who, who know that we need a review of this stuff, they don't want to be in bed with conservatives. So please fucking listen to us. Dear liberal politicians. They're literally only in bed with conservatives to the point that like conservatives are the only ones that will publish their stories and then, that's it. like they're the only ones that will like actually listen to them and vote the right way on this issue like, yeah and i'm sorry I'm us because i i am identifying myself as a d sister in this situation because i was one of the yeah. people who had bought into the, oh, the yeah. thing of these certain desires make you a trans person on the inside the I only reason why period yeah exactly the only reason why i dodged this bullet was because i like sped run this in like 2009 right before this ideology really was out there but, but so which... i could see it like the, when i think about it i'm like i could see 
myself being convinced that if I could come using a strap on and I liked that, then, then maybe what I really wanted was like the quote unquote real experience of it, which is what the, which is what the ideology is telling us. The trans ideology or the gender ideology is saying that that's a male experience, that there's a male that like, if you're a woman who wants to penetrate another woman and experience pleasure from that, they're saying that that's a male experience, but then they're doing so without using sex-based language. So it's just confusing the fuck out of everybody. So yeah. they're like being sexist, but they're insisting that sex doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. wink in everybody, all the girls. Because the I mean, the other, the other thing to like, you know, ask yourself always is who benefits from this? Right. Who benefits? Who benefits when sex is just like abolished as like a legal protected the class? The penises benefit. Hmm. Anybody with a penis benefits. Because Literally. that is still the center of the universe. Men benefit. I mean, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. Uh, you know, the perfect example of like the way the discourse operates. Fucking JK Rowling, when everybody really came out and shit on her, the first, like, it was technically the second time, but like the time that she got like mega, mega, mega canceled. She was saying, hey, we're not talking about the fact that like trans trans men are female. Well, guess what? The whole backlash to JK Rowling only ever talked about penises. And she had nothing. Her comment said nothing Nothing. about penises. It had nothing to do with trans women. It was all about the fact that trans men are female people. And the whole conversation still was all about dicks. Like that's what happens. Trans men are not allowed to have one single fucking moment because they're female people, because we are not allowed to have specificity in this. Like either gender... either you allow women to speak about our own experiences and you allow female specificity to exist or gender does not exist and men are the default period i mean i don't think i I, i'm at the point that like i don't think gender exists like gender is a social construct but not in the way that like i used to think that gender was a social well no you know what i mean like Like, yeah i'm calling it gender because all that all that gender is is a label placed on a sex that's it yes there's no magic there's no you don't get to pick it's it is imposed and you can but live. also if we just like deleted that word from our mind i think it would, everything would be easier maybe it would but i also think it's of utility now because we've already like spanish ourselves. it's huh like spanish right like it's just there's just sex right. and gender are one right and so Spend. like trans women in, in in like mexican spanish are women who live as the sex of female who were not born as female but like it's very it's like there's not this in-between of sex isn't real. It's like sex is real on yeah. both sides. Yes. So you are either living as yes. that sex or you were born that sex, but we're not talking about gender because gender is not separate from it. It doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. it's not It's not a separate thing. There's we've no already like gendered ourselves. soul. Like there's no like, there's no yeah. any of that. Like, <laughs> but, but this country, we have the situation where in order to clarify what I'm talking about, I'm still using the language of female and male because yeah. if I say like women people don't necessarily know that I'm talking about female people and they refuse to respect that female people exist because we have officially jumped the shark to that degree that See, I just I'm not allowed to never... say the female body is not nothing. That's true. I just can never remember to say female and, female and male. I just want to say men and women because it's fewer. I know, I know. But, and and I do look, here's the thing. Also, I, I don't do give be... a fuck because I'm also in the like adult human female, like adult human male, like camp too. like well, come at me. Here's the fucking like... thing. I'm in that camp too, because yeah. that, then we what have are to have we doing? words. Yes. Um, then like, so what's the problem? Like, in, so, like in, in this, in this world, like sexual dimorphism is real and well, that's I mean, all there is to it. So I do think we, I, I think feminists, I mean, all, you know, all of that all of that lesbian theory that I like dug up out of the dusty corners of like Philadelphia's bookstores, all of that, that we did for 40, 50 years was to say, Hey, 
gender is this set of social constructs that you can fuck with, right? But sex is not this mutable, like sex is immutable. It's going to be around forever. We did not concede that. The way that we did not concede that was that we said gender is this other thing. Gender is like performance, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, now yeah. it's like gender is, has been internalized and re-naturalized on the level of the soul. Yes, literally. And uh, we're not going to get out of that unless we no. point back again at the distinction, right? That like there were, there was a reason that we used this term gender and it was like not to dispense with the the sex that was its origin. And no. Judith Butler, where the hell did you go? Because you honestly, like you at least admitted that sex was immutable, but now you're like, literally who literally like yeah disagreeing with yourself feminism i don't know her hmm. Ugh. yeah fuck her honestly i just i, I can't even. she's i it does feel like betrayal and look i like yeah live i have lived for the last eight years with a lot of rage like a lot of rage from the time in like 2015 when i started talking about this and people started telling me like well actually um the word lesbian is a white word or the word right. lesbian is like racist or the word lesbian is like stupid or actually you're trans or whatever i'm like wh why is it this one word that you guys hate so fucking much and why are white people the ones telling me that this word is flawed in a race way it's it's that's sexism that's why it's sexism it's just sexism yeah. but that's why i want us to frame to continually frame it that way like keep pointing it how the female sex falls out of the fucking conversation or we are continually represented in the trans lit as an absence as a whole as a nothing like a clit is nothing like your smell is nothing like the feeling that i don't know I, i've been writing the about fucking the fucking angela long chu quote the like expectant asshole in blank blank eyes you know wait what <laughs> did you not do you oh man hold on wait it, do you not know who, who that is who he is who, i didn't angela, hear the name angela long chu Okay, I've heard that name, but I don't oh, remember this piece of oh writing. Oh man, there's a great, uh, there's a great tablet article about him that's uh, fucking fascinating. Um, Whip it out. Uh, I will. We don't need to go into it right now, but he's an AGP. He was. He literally said in an interview that like that sissy porn made him trans. Wow. There is an incredible article in the tablet about. Angela Longchu and his whole story. It's called The Long Goodbye by Blake Smith. The link's in the show notes. He literally said, he I said mean, the damn thing. The fucking... He literally fucking said the damn thing, which I'm just like, wow. Um, yeah, okay. but I mean, we also, here's the thing. We shouldn't like, I don't think we should use the term trans people as though that's uh, like like an easily definable category because that's why AGPs, I'm like talking about AGPs in particular. Like. Right, like, but they, they can't say that they're the same as trans people. No, either. nor should they. No, like, because that's confusing everyone. Yes, that's the, there's something else. It's a fetish, and that's that's actually the name of a now defunct subreddit archive, I guess, of of AGPs. And I found a nice little archive because the internet is forever, baby. Uh, links in the show notes. Check it out. Really, it's disturbing reading, but it's important. But Whatever. they are, but they do have a lot of money, and they are pouring it into like Literally. gender ideology. Yes. So we just have to ask the question of as, why as their that's cover happening. to cover, like in order to like get them like what they want, which is to like make this ideology widespread, convince a bunch of like kids to go along with this shit, and like medicalize like according to their fetishes, and uh, you know, make tons of money at their 
you know, multinational pharmaceutical companies. I do think that is the case. I, we, I mean, we know that that is the case for some multi-billionaires who were, who have contributed to the publications that we see. That's why um, like normal people, like everyday people, whatever they think of themselves, however they describe their experience, I don't have beef with you. I don't I think don't. everyday trans people know but that the shit is like happening. Or no, like they don't. They have no idea. They have just no like idea. We didn't. Yeah, the, just because we we only the only reason we looked into that's why it was like the funding that's it, literally and that's why like the funding is like what I think is like yeah, the most sort of convincing and eye opening is like uh because it's hard to deny like what's literally in black and white like like filed with the IRS. So like WPATH is one of the like larger... also that yeah yeah. So, if we're looking to the people who are like setting the rules on what is appropriate for transgender health, it'd be the World Professional Association for Transgender Health, right? Which is currently chaired by Marcy Bowers, who was Jazz Jennings's doctor, the one who like pornified Jazz's vagina, like the way she talked about it. And then also the person who has repeatedly said that she knows that like um, certain medical treatments for boys before they like, for like male children before puberty, lead to not having orgasms and she's fine with that basically like she said that multiple times she really wants cosmetic outcomes for boys to be good and that's why like she wants male kids to like basically be caught with that's literally the medical like so they're prettier yes that's literally the whole like medical like reasoning behind all of their recommendations and all of their like it's so weird like best practices are like in order to make them that's that's all they care about like they don't care about like you know psychological outcomes or any of that stuff all they care about the easiest thing to measure is cosmetic outcomes well i don't know what it is but like but also okay i found the angela long chu quote and it's the the barest of sent the it's i'm sort of paraphrasing at the beginning but the last part is the quote um the barest essentials of femaleness are an open mouth an expectant asshole blank blank eyes wow this is some fucking like mfa motherfucker that just like yeah literally just started saying the damn thing saying sissy porn made him trans and then has been like writing it to a like new york like book review like um stint and like all of these accolades and blah 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 like but so but it's kind of critical right like he's he's being no no it's not critical at all no he's just so fucking sexist and nobody like yes yes it's not ironic yes oh my god i'm like i oh i need to back up to the microphone no it is not ironic i'm so sorry dude but no that's horrible yes so he's not like so he's being honest but his honesty yes is like terrible actually yes okay Ew. just most people aren't like peaks so they don't really think about it or they're just like what the fuck but they or they're just like oh trans women blah blah, blah. like well that's not who i thought it was that sucks but also yeah that's not a trans woman real like that's not literally it's you know, just an agp that's what i'm saying right so why like, why are we allow why is like the whole universe of discourse allowing that kind of person to be to name themselves as trans because of all this funding like because of all of this like the wpath like literally is changing and like people involved with wpath like literally were responsible for like some of the changes in the dsm about like gender dysphoria and like blah 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 and like 
these people are responsible for you know changing the discourse so like making it okay like that's what all of this funding is about like when we get to the like episode about the foundations and what they do like you'll literally see what the money laundering is and what it's going to and like right it's it's all kinds of like legal nonprofits, like on the girl like really thinly veiled just like money laundering just like organizations that just have lots of like really vapid language about like you know empowering leaders and like direct assistance and like da 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 but also they're getting giving tons of money to all of the fucking gay organizations and you know so are all of the like and all of the uh drug makers are giving tons of money to all of the like american medical associations of various like specialties it's all it's all just ideological capture with money that's literally all it is i think that was one of the things that piqued me or that started me on my peak peak journey is like the american academy of pediatrics blatantly lying about girls about the proportion of so many slides about this gender clinics yeah so pull up pull up them damn slides because i those are great mac literally like did all this research like literally looks like a grant writer professionally um and is uh but like what you have on the donors to american academy of pediatrics checks out with what the fuck they're allowing their journal to say yeah um they're lying on purpose and when i saw that i was like yes. wait i didn't know we were allowed to lie in journals like this um so here is That's episode 13 by the way yeah so here's uh a sampling of the biggest pharmaceutical company companies who create you know various um hormone therapy drugs both for you know masculinizing and feminizing of all stripes testosterone estrogen and like all the little like you know spironolactone all the sorts of things and all of the companies that create them um this is some of it's easy to get some of it's shockingly hard to get like there's a lot of like sort of shell companies between these big pharmaceutical like conglomerates but um so the the big names here um the ones with like a bunch of drugs in in the market are pfizer ab v bayer abbott um allergan nova nordisk astrazeneca merck GlaxoSmithKline, and eli Lilly. where is the um the donations all of these societies have at least one like just literally named sponsor on their website or in there is this normal reports. this seems not normal like socialist so, medicine doesn't run socialist like medicine doesn't do this you know and they'll say like oh we don't like actually like you know take their advice like da, 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 we're we're neutral i'm sorry but like if you are openly taking money from major biotech yeah, and pharmaceutical companies under any circumstances you're fucking compromised and like especially you know the two endocrine society ones, the endocrinology ones, have you know, of course, the most uh, drug companies invested in them mm-hmm. because, of course, all of these companies have products on the line that they want to sell. Um, and then the American Medical Association also has a bunch. Again, the you know major drug makers in this market, the major players, um, they literally all do. And so, for the American Academy of Pediatrics, ma- major named sponsors: Abbott, Nova Nordisk, GlaxoSmithKline, and Merck right yeah it it really just feels like i mean you know how like adolescent girls and like young women are they're like the target market for makeup and like yeah. the you know advertising one of the biggest 
advertising industries is like cosmetics for yes aimed at girls right and then when yes. that market gets saturated they start aiming at boys well they found a way yes. to like reach the girls who weren't getting reached by the cosmetics is what it feels like yes, yes. um take the so take the pin out of the low t thing um so if you are an american and watched any sort of like cable television between the years like 2000 and 20 like 15 you remember the like low t commercials and like the radio yeah, ads and like I do. you know basically selling testosterone replacement therapy to men but what what was happening was just natural aging Right. Like it's just when you get older, you produce less of your like sex hormones. Right. Whoa. Like it's a shocker. But you know, these pharmaceutical companies used, you know, basically invented this low T diagnosis in order to sell their product, testosterone. And there's a big study. There, there was a you know multinational study survey. Um, and this this is actually linked. You can click on it. It'll go to the link. I think it'll go to the place. Oh, yes, it does. Um, but here's the like relevant part highlighted that I'm mm -hmm. showing Rachel right now. And I'm, we can figure out how to include this somehow. But um, so there was a major and progressive increase in defined monthly doses of testosterone between 2000 and 2011. Um, so that worked like the like low T scam totally worked and they sold a shit ton of well they're like uh, tea testosterone clinics yeah. now there are tea so, clinics near me well here's here's the funny thing um well so in 2015 the FDA Whoa. started cracking down on pharmaceutical testosterone Whoa. after passing rules against the prescription of testosterone products for men experience nat experiencing natural declines what? due to aging yes dude Yes, exactly what? what clinics and pharmaceutical companies have been profiting off of for over a decade. Right in They got boxed out of one market and they opened up another. Oh my God. Why yes. do you feel like the fucking explanation for what we all saw happen in fucking 2015? It's like, I don't see any other explanation. Like, I'm sure I'm blowing out the mic like crazy right Jesus now. But like, Christ. I've been sitting on this for like four hours or whatever. And like, I saw okay. this, my okay, heart literally stopped. My so heart like, stopped. Like, Okay. every single lesbian that i've ever talked to who is too scared to say something but who has told me to my eyeballs that suddenly around 2015 2016 none of their butch friends were women anymore you people we can talk about it now talk about it something happened this fucking looks like and what it's happened. literally this this, this is literally what happened this is literally what happened. The FDA and... started cracking down on pharmaceutical testosterone in 2015 against the prescription of testosterone products for men, males, experiencing natural declines due to aging. Who do you then put your products into? People nobody gives a shit about. Young women. Yeah. Yeah, you just, you, you have, and like, just the fact that it's like after, like, the fact that it's after marriage equality just like makes it more obvious that like this is what's going on that, like there's something nefarious happening like there's real ideological well, yeah, capture, said, capture like, of gay organizations here um, in order money. to like push this ideology and like they just dumped money literally these pharmaceutical agencies like companies and like titans of industry just started dumping money into this like in right, 2015. And 2015 is when i started hearing that there's no such thing as female nest yes, that there's no such thing as a female person and it just it just happened to be at that same time where like it just made it that much more obvious and then I, this literally was the missing link this was the this was the like 
like the the other thing I've like heard positive is 2014, like Martine Rothblatt, like was on like Time Magazine or whatever, being like the richest female CEO, which was, and then there was like the transgender tipping point when like Laverne Cox was on the cover of Time. But like, I think this like is, yeah. I think I think this is the smoking gun. <laughs> like honestly, like I mean, because and 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 that's why like people should read like what I I this is the like little editing input I put into the last episode about Bob Ostertag's book, um, Sex, Science, Self, because it's just like a great, like, it's an economic, like, and social history of estrogen and testosterone and like, trying to attain and like, basically people, snake oil salesmen trying to sell the idea that you can like, become more male or female uh, by taking these uh you know created drugs that sort of approximate sex hormones but like aren't really our sex hormones yeah i mean in order to make money and like something that's dimorphic can't be on a spectrum and it's not actually it's just and like who benefits who benefits from that pharmaceutical companies Um, cosmetic surgeons also also on the note of like can we talk about how many fucking newspaper and magazine and tv spots have been dedicated to how trans women are replacing women at as the number one ceo or as the number one miss america miss netherlands or whatever as the number one whatever how many trans men have you seen replacing men in headlines zero and you never will none that's that is that is the proof that it is a sexist right agenda it is a sexist ideology it is a sexist project like right if if it weren't trans men would be succeeding in what they're not like if it weren't then you would see trans they, men they look like fucking ellen men. page looking fucking miserable and like looking like she really needs like fucking help like i oh elliot oh my god elliot yeah page. i want i don't know dude yeah that's that's what we get i i'm like she needs okay. help or he i don't know no i uh uh-uh. that's 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 where i draw the line no i am worried about elliot page absolutely not um buck angel is is an exception i don't know not the rule dude for me elliot page i just know that elliot page's story sounds like one of a lesbian sleeping with straight women yes that's what it sounds like Yes. A lot of that yes. story feels yes. very familiar to me and it feels very bad. All the hallmarks like like you know, sexual God. abuse, like yeah. I mean, but uh, look, internalized I, I homophobia. I think yeah. I think Elliot Page is a good person and I like hope the fucking best for him or them or her. I don't know how like my sense of Elliot Page, the reason that I'm like really agnostic about um pronouns is that Elliot Page feels very literally in transition in like every way like never feels like everything that is like said or written by him feels very uh what's the word like provisional like there's still like an explanation of what happened in his life that he's trying to offer he needs like real psychological help is that the situation? Because I I know that there oh, are yeah. elements of that oh, narrative dude, that read are some, so read, sad. Dude, read some reviews of her book. It's like really sad. Like the Shit. level of like straight up like psychosis, like really bad, like mental health symptoms, like self-harm, like yeah, no, it's it's okay. really I only, bad. I only read no, no, secondhand no. the gay Mm-mm. stuff. 
Um, nope, nope, nope. It's it's worse. Okay. It's, it's really it's dark. Okay. I can't. Yeah. I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to, but I yeah. should. But, I mean, um, you should. You should. Yeah. Honestly. Like, but, but yeah, it's dark. But isn't it amazing that, like, that's the the model of, like, trans... That actually, no. The model of, like, female masculinity that exists is kind of like a boundary, like a liminal, kind of unhappy, kind of couched in depression, like not who benefits with men who benefits right like you're never gonna get a fucking ar- <laughs> news article like the the world's richest like imagine like the world's richest male ceo is elliot page like you're not gonna see the flip side when it's never a person absolutely um, not because we're not because the only people competing like the only people being like shoved out here are females and like and what sucks is I don't know if you've noticed, but like, I don't know how I feel about this actually, but the... our, our listeners are screaming. Yes. Yes. We've noticed in the car right now. <laughs> uh, just the, the fact that there are still no butch women permitted on like television. Um, I kind of lost my thought there, but uh, I want to, I did want to raise that, that like um, yeah. that yeah. we see a lot more trans men now, but they're all like anybody's on West side story or like Elliot page where like the whole narrative of who they are is very fraught. And they're not like among men. They're just like treated as this like weird outside character. And we don't have a damn strong butch woman anywhere. No. no. Um, anywhere. No. And like the people who do look like us, by the way, like, um, is it Talk to Me, like the new horror movie that's coming out with I don't know, Zoe Tarakis? Um, I just I, I'm sick of like all the people that look like me saying that they're not women, that they're not one of me, because it's like the only representation- yeah, second wave feminism. Yeah. The only representation that butch women are having is being called trans and auto straddle is That's bullshit. They call every single like gender non-conforming person is like who's female, right? That person is yeah. a trans person. Um it's who benefits. Who right? Benefits. Who benefits when it's not when women are are not allowed to just be. Um Okay. Yeah. It's also the 50th anniversary of Monique Wittig's death. Um, they're having like a big like anniversary year thing I saw on her website. Yes, I um, love her. And okay, okay, I did want to say this, dude. You know, I love the the Beauvoir, like the old school Beauvoir. Uh-huh. Um, but actually, what else do you have while I'm pulling this up? Because I know we wanted to like oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about ideological capture of gay organizations. I can move through this pretty quick. Yeah, go for um, it. So we're going to talk about the funding, specifically uh, individual gifts, mostly major gifts. So like big, big, rich people giving big money to uh, foundations. Um, sorry, I'm looking away because I want my dog to come over here. I want to see the little come skinny. Here. Come here. Jump up. Oh, no. Come here. Come on. I think he looks like a wildebeest runt. He looks like a Muppet. Oh yeah, for sure with the hair too. He's like a little wildebeest chihuahua. Yes, but little horse. Well, yeah, small horse. Feet. He's doing horse. He's he's as the kids say, giving horse. He's giving horse. Yeah, <laughs> no, he does give horse. Fine. Um. So uh, again, I'll show y'all how to do this. How to find these numbers at a later date, but um, so yeah, 
but needless to say, this is all from easily and publicly accessible documents that you can just find, um, like tax returns and annual reports, things that um, foundations have to, nonprofits have to produce, like according to the laws, like because we have like crazy tax laws in this country that are just like so insanely like detailed. It's just out they of really crazy. Um, but that means that's a good thing for nerds like me, because if you want to follow the money, guess what? You fucking can. You literally can see it yourself at work. Um, and this is this is part one of that. Check out the link in the show notes. Uh, there should be a Canva link that'll go to the uh, slideshow that I'm talking through the rest of this episode. So you can you know follow along and click through and see it for yourself. Um, so this is the human rights campaign, uh, major gifts and corporate and foundation revenue because I haven't broken out. Um, so HRC. 18, 19, 20, and 21 is when their like corporate giving really took off. And like they're, they made, they raked in some serious corporate and private foundation cash in 2021. Um, they actually like, you know, made another additional four and a half million dollars. And there, that growth over the, um, how many years is this? Seven years um, is 100% increase. So they've doubled their um, right, uh, right. corporate foundation yeah, that's uh, revenue. Um, since 2014. Um, so here's, again, their corporate sponsors that they literally name on their website because if you're a nonprofit organization, like you have to do some stewardship of your gifts. Yeah. You have to like tell people, you have to thank them. And like part of that is like putting their shit on your website and like, you know, having their logos that you can click on and shit. Um, so here's the sort of tree map of all of the HRC's corporate sponsors, the, the most biotech. recent- it's yeah, like the my, fifth largest. Most recent here. And here's some. If you click in, you can see oh, we'll like figure out how to like link this on the website, actually. Like this like Canva website. Cause so yeah. you can like click around and like look at it yourself on your own pace. Cause like there's a lot of stuff under the corporate sponsors. You can actually look at all the names and stuff, which is I'm glad I could figure that Very out. Helpful. Yeah. Super helpful. It's, That's what I was like frantically doing tonight. Um That's Mercury. Amazing. I was I was having like an exact like Mercury um square natal Pluto, which is like very like doing deep research and doing it well <laughs> moments it. it was just like mm, perfect um so yeah there's the oh no we're, we're getting to that um oh yeah so what does pharma say uh, pharma pfizer and pfizer CBS. A big hrc corporate sponsor huge and and they are a big hrt <laughs> creator yeah um so now we're on to lambda legal um this one of course is like going to be like uh tilted towards um law firm donations because it is like explicitly legal one but i thought it was interesting um yeah. again some you know a little rise after 2015 when marriage equality happened huge drop from 2016 to 2017 which again makes sense because like marriage equality like happened so there wasn't like their their whole like big push was like sort of over like it, it there there well, was going to be some like contraction i i would think um that's weird I, some of this is like it's also timed with when trump was elected or 2017 yeah true there is that bump also like there but, but there was a bump yeah. in one and a decrease in another of these gay organizations and i'm like i wonder like if if people gave up on the law but like really invested in like hrc yeah mm. i don't know but the um, the really the the interesting the most interesting part is how it just keeps 
even after Trump is out of office, you know, 2018, 2019, of course, 2020, keeps 2021. Yeah. It's literally like their their grant and gift revenue is 119% over over uh like seven years, 2015 to 2021. Um, um yeah, I actually I think I had a friend like ghost me because because I said something about like my pronouns are definitely she, her, like not they, them. And I I don't remember where I put it, but it wasn't offensive. It was just like identifying that myself and she was like why did you say this and then she just like never talked to me again um and she was affiliated with lambda that's some bullshit yeah um eli lily is one of their corporate sponsors there they have made um the hrt drugs in the past and still do i think um there's you know a, a capital investments yeah, firm why why food and bev um big like alcohol these are actually yeah. both like big alcohol conglomerates fascinating and just, like a shitload of law firms um but the funniest one honestly of their sponsors their feature sponsor is ea ah. electronic arts which i think they did this like donation in order to like save face i think there's also that like at work of like who is showing up on these like corporate donation lists or like people that need the good pr right right <laughs> and like the e- the fact that ea is a major land legal sponsor when they like are like literally union busting fucking like employee abusing dickwads like and you know are totally just ugh, yeah well and weren't anyway. they like wrapped up in gamergate negatively oh yeah like, they were accused oh. of sexism just big mm, time yes absolutely like their um, their their sexist corporate culture is uh renowned at this point <laughs> um but yeah they they are a and they're like one of the two top donors like over a million dollar donors to land illegal um and they definitely they definitely did it for the good pr wow uh, well that's just a weird tour through yep like it's just reminds me we need to fucking look at this shit you know yep yeah i know um, the fact that nobody's been looking at this shit like while we weren't paying attention after marriage equality like we literally got bought like that's what the first yeah. that's what the opening slide is is like it is literally the like ideological capture of the gay organizations by it's the fire sale of gay organizations after marriage equality like they yeah. literally just had yeah. a fire sale to like the highest bidder and guess what like they bought and right um so here's glisten again just big increases over year over year huge increase between 2019 and 2020 um Weird. yeah they they made 12 almost 13 million dollars that year after making eight and a half the year before um their percent change if you do it for their like top year instead of and not like 2021 um let me do that real quick it, um, if anything the graphs just show that something is happening like in the late 20 in the late 2010s moving into now yeah. uh with mo- a lot of money is moving around oh that's 128 percent. there we go so like more than more than doubling um again glisten lots of like shopping organizations a lot of like urban outfitters new balance gucci walmart yeah Holl- hollister hollister is like they're literally their top sponsor why why is that several talent agencies also are big uh glisten sponsors which i think is kind of weird and here's the most shocking graph of them all honestly is the trevor project um fundraising between 2015 yeah. and 2021 this is literally i don't need to describe this this is this is literally exponential growth like this is imagine a graph of exponential growth and this is what it is it's um, actually insane it so is like, an 891 percent change jesus between almost, 2015 and 2021 yes yes so like that they went from five million dollars to 52 million dollars of gifts and grant revenue 
I know you yes. and I, we've talked a lot about how like we've had mental health crises and it just doesn't like our experience doesn't seem to track with like the dominant narratives around the trans suicide, like the way no. that it operates, like the dynamics of it. No. And my, my sense as a teacher and as a person is that the people who are actually at risk um, for self-harm do not need to be told that they're going to self-harm if they don't get a no. certain form it, of medical intervention that's literally like so far from best practice like that's there's already like so many like papers about how that's like not what you're supposed to do like right suicide it's just well it's, it's and, like everything we know about adolescence goes out the window that's like what totally the wider totally. lens ladies always say it's like everything we know about adolescence and development like goes out the window when we talk about trans shit but you can like, tell people are benefiting from that narrative like literally are benefiting from and, literally. and also no we know for a fact that like it's not true the actual studies looking for correlation between like trans identification and likelihood of suicidal ideation are it's not there one study even said the damn thing prevalence of suicide attempts is elevated among those who disclose to everyone that they are transgender or gender nonconforming and among those that report others could tell always or most of the time that they are transgender or gender nonconforming even if they don't tell them no that's um, not and it's, if anything like there, a lot of them actually say there's like another indicate, like the, I, do they call it like a counter indication? Now I'm forgetting mm -hmm. like the language that they use, but it's like, it's more, it's just as likely that what we're seeing is that if you are given treatment as though it's you are trans, that it actually increases harm. your likelihood. Yes. Right. So we don't, yes. we, and they're saying you can't tell what the relation is. So like this myth that's producing all this, all this money for the Trevor Project folks is uh, not backed up by no. evidence. And that matters to me because I have seen my students who struggle with suicidal ideation, my students who struggle with suicidal ideation are doing so, I believe, at under the thumb of gender ideology, making them yes. feel like there's something wrong with them. Literally. Like that that is what actually caused my, I'm thinking of one student in particular who was experiencing this is, suicidal this is ideation. What, this is what Jennifer Billick says, like yeah. in, if you listen to any of her interviews, this shit is, it's not an identity, it's an advertising campaign. And it's like, it's advertising to you that you are meant to kill yourself and that's fucked up. If you don't like buy drugs from these giant pharmaceutical conglomerations. Which makes sense. Like it all, yeah, it, that's it all real. makes sense. All the graphs line up together if you overlap them, right? Like it's pretty yep. fucking oh, nuts. Oh yeah, it's, it's pretty clear. And um, again, lots of just every, the titans of industry are at work here, just all over the map. Well, and you um, know, because like, did this, you see, did you this see? Is the, this is the featured sponsor for them, the scariest one, which is literally like teen mental health, like treatment centers, mm -hmm. like, a, a, like a massive, like national chain of them is is a, a Trevor Project sponsor, which like, bro. Right. And like, we know bro. from the actual data that like the girls who are presenting at gender clinics by and large present with like serious comorbidities related to mental health, uh, like. Even literature supportive of uh, child sex changes uh, have to admit that their population is presenting with major mental health comorbidi comorbidities, including but not limited to anxiety, eating disorders, depression, self-harm, and suicidal ideation. They have been well documented in both adolescents and adults with gender dysphoria, in fact. Comorbidity studies in children and adolescents have found a high prevalence of autism spectrum disorder traits or confirmed diagnosis of autism. 
even adults with gender dysphoria have higher rates of an autism diagnosis compared to the general population. It finishes up. Violence and victimization, inclusive of sexual assault, dating violence, and bullying are common encounters for young individuals with gender dysphoria. That's what is what they're dealing with. And so to be able to isolate uh, transness, which no one, including trans people, has like satisfactorily defined as like a discrete condition that we can name and identify. So I would actually argue that Ray Blanchard gave us the best uh, stab at a true definition of transsexualism and transsexuals. Um, I linked the Wikipedia page, but the long and short of it is, is that he categorized trans women specifically into two groups. The homosexual transsexuals, who are exclusively attracted to men and feminine in both behavior and appearance, and autogynephilic transsexuals, who experience sexual arousal at the idea of having a female body. Um, Supporters argue that the typology explains differences between the two groups in childhood gender nonconformity, sexual orientation, history of fetishism, and age of transition. To, To actually saddle transness this this mythic nebulous concept with what's happening to these girls when it's a bunch of girls is just like completely insane and irresponsible yeah Um, and it's like it's and it's it really is an ideological like conflation of like all gender nonconformance with like a medicalized identity and that's what people that's what people do when they call you and me trans they're saying we're transing fuck that like, did you see the thing about how like PCOS, like they're, they've started talking about like women no. with PCOS, like, but, but what happened was some, some activists, like feminists started saying like, yeah, I must be a trans woman. Cause like I have PCOS, they like flipped it. But ah. then tra- trans women were like, but that's, but trans womanhood has specificity. It's for people who are born male. And we were like, what? Oh, no! <laughs> Bitch, like, ah! oh my God. Like, oh, Bro. look who's allowed to have specificity. Fuck, fuck that. Yeah, all of like up one side and down the other. I just can't even begin to. But did you see the other the thing? Sorry, no, I did (laughs) not see that. But did did you see the article? Sorry, words by Aaron Terrell in the LGBT Courage Coalition that Lisa Davis is doing. Like the one about like he's a trans man. He was kicked out of WPATH Science Symposium. Um, Cool. He was literally kicked out. Cool. Uh, because his whole point, you know, he like helps run the Gender Dysphoria Alliance. And so he's like trying to deal with the standards of care, the WPATH's new standards of care, number eight, Bruh. which is the one that like names eunuch, like it well, names this... the desire to cut off your penis, like as an identity that is natural to people. Big time shout out to Genevieve Gluck here. She's basically the only one that I've seen anyway, that's really blowing the whistle on this. Um, there's a great podcast uh, episode interview with her. If that's more your speed, uh, it's episode 48 of the podcast whose body is it uh, which i highly recommend um it's called the dark history of transgender medicine wpath and child castration um and she also has another investigative piece that i'll also link so like they got from a fetish like website they literally cite like a like a long time like since (laughs) the usenet days like fetish porn so this um, is the association. Like, this is the World Professional Association uh, for Transgender Health. Yes. Which, dude, I did not peek until I started looking at shit like this. And I was like, Yo, we, are we fucking there's like serious? Multiple like confirmed pedophiles like on their like board of like the people who like, you know, did it contributed to Saki 8. Like 
this is again this is like a whole other episode i feel like yeah talking about w path but like no yes, but i think no, that, the like, like pedophile connection is real and it's really scary genevieve gluck has a whole article about this too um it's linked in the notes well you're talking about the the ideological capture of like like i wanted to i wanted to raise it because the ideological capture of the media is is built up with the and ideological capture look at, look at glad so for example yeah. speaking of ideological capture of the media like well so another... w path is like setting the the agenda basically and like yes. this dude, so he says he went there first to gain a better understanding of the SOC 8, the standards of care, and second to network pr- with providers within WPATH who might feel we'll similarly to the Gender Dysphoria Alliance people. He said, the more presentations I attended, the more concerned I became with WPATH's internal culture. The theme of the language used in the presentations was of righteousness and persecution, not medicine and scientific inquiry. Even in, a pres- even in a presentation on medical interventions for children who identify as non-binary and genderqueer, including hormone treatment and surgeries, the only questions asked of the presenters no. was not about the existence of studies that demonstrate the benefits, but rather how to get transphobic parents, in quotation marks, to agree to the interventions. No. They're not discussing whether any of this no. stuff is real. So this is, um, and this is why the low T thing is like actually really prescient and like, yeah related to this is because they've done this before like this is literally just how this works like all of these pharmaceutical companies and all of their buddies just invent a fucking you know diagnosis they invent a (laughs) diagnosis in order to sell the thing that they have and you know when that when when that like jig is up they gotta do it again and then when that jig up is do they do it again it's it's no it's the same same day but it's the same it's the same song like, <laughs> yeah or different day same different day same fucking song shit same fucking uh, melody yeah so I, just... I thought you would be entertained by his account because he's like yeah no, this is real. literally let me just read like some of the stuff it's really good he's like hi all i'm a trans man and representative of the gender dysphoria alliance an international organization that advocates for better mental health care for gender dysphoric people and more robust research into the medical interventions offered to us this post received one laughing emoji this was like in the forum called trans attendees oh one laughing emoji oh and then he goes the following are transcriptions of the rest of the replies i received and he like puts them all in here um the first reply to i guess this original post yeah um was for those unaware the gender dysphoria alliance promotes links to anti-trans pro-conversion therapy organizations d-trans slash re-trans people deserve better than such organizations and cis attendees should be aware the above post is not an accurate reflection of their mission like speaking to cis attendees as though this man is not trans right as though this man is not trans identified and trying to speak this message received 12 thumbs up so he's he was saying his message got a laughing emoji but the first text response was that and that response got 12 thumbs up he replies, I'm sorry, this person, but that is false. GDA is 100% opposed to conversion therapy, and I have not mi- misrepresented the mission of the org. Why would I do that? Anyone is welcome to see what we're about. And then he linked to the website, to the website. The next response reads, y'all, GDA is an anti-trans hate group. Aaron, Ugh. happy to have a professional discussion offline if this is a conversation you're actually interested in having. So, like, they basically, oh like, my bully God. the shit out of this dude. They bully dude. the shit out of this dude. Um, So... Nah yeah no oh uh, oh oh and then the, then people the, are saying like the ideological capture is real the 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 yeah so um, they shit on they shit on lisa Littman, who's the only one who's like trying to speak for girls and who knows just like i do that rapid onset gender dysphoria is a fucking plague and it's everywhere mm-hmm. and it makes girls hate themselves and it makes them tell me that they don't think they can be lesbians even though they are i've fucking been there so don't yeah. tell me that's not real auto autogynophilia like 
GDA admits that it's real because GDA has spoken to autogynophiles who talk about it. So yeah. like, but these people like shit on all that, right? Like they're basically saying GDA like believes in these things that are not aligning with gender ideology. Um, these are turf talking points. That's what they say he he's doing. And then what they do, like after all the bullying, all the bullying, um, <laughs> they they start like mispronouncing him. They're like, since Aaron Terrell identifies as trans themselves, I was open to the possibility that they might be individually open to considering better science. If they are some sort of infiltrator, this is the fucking W path full of like mental health professionals. And these people yeah. are acting like high yeah, schoolers. Yeah, that's crazy. High schoolers. That's crazy, dude. And he, he finally, he's like, hey, I host a podcast, which is a great podcast, by the way, called Transparency. And like, I'm just saying, we don't believe these things that you think we believe, but yes, we, we believe that like, ROGD needs to be looked into and autogynephilia is part of this phenomenon because we have plenty of evidence that that's the case, blah, blah, blah. Like he doesn't actually address all of that, but he's just like, def like defending himself. And then he, he like tries to create a new thread titled Christ. trans individuals concerned with an affirmation only approach. And then he gets blocked. So uh -huh. he gets removed from the app that hosted the conference and they keep calling him a turf and he gets reported and he gets finally evicted and they didn't even refund his registration fee. Well, like, of course not. Of course not. Yeah. So like this whole thing, it just sounds like a bunch of middle schoolers shitting on each other. It's, and just, it's, supposed it's to be... the proof in the pudding that like the people are truly brainwashed. And like, yeah, but, you know, I don't, I don't really have beef with like the rank and file on this issue because like, it's hard to realize what's going on when the, uh, you know, ideology and the whole sort of program is so sophisticated and so well-funded. So, yeah. like, I mean, if I didn't notice what was going on, like, I don't think, I don't expect anybody else to notice what's going on either. <laughs> Literally the final message that this guy sent before um, getting unregistered from the conference, like being, having no access to any of the, like, t forums or anything, the final question he asked was, what are clinicians doing to ensure gender non-conforming cis children and adolescents aren't transitioning unnecessarily? And he never got a response. And then he was unenrolled unenrolled from the conference. That's it. Can you believe that? Yes. <laughs> I can't. Still, it still blows my fucking mind. I mean, having realized just how sophisticated this conspiracy is, like, no, I don't. It doesn't surprise me. Nothing surprises me anymore, honestly. I've the surprise has like been worn out of me in the last like two months. Like also like the 2015 like FDA crackdown on the low T scam, like really that that also just like kind of took it out of me. Like Right. That's unbelievable. That's that is just a that's beyond the pale. It is getting to the point where it's like, yes, this is unfucking believable, but it does, Ugh. it is starting to feel like more of the same. Every time somebody gets shut down for like asking a question, that is feeling like ideology, just more yeah. of the same thing that's been silencing yeah. me for eight That's years. why I don't want to like capitulate to the language thing. Yeah, like, yeah. You just have to have a good like intro and then just like- Leave it. Try to convince people to come along. Right. But, but the people who like need some like, some community and some affirmation and or like the people who maybe would like- listen to an episode of the bush feminist with an open mind first back again like flu season i broke records while loose leafing i'm coming now my roof leaving don't give a i don't care uh did it for my lonesome no wonder now i'm on one no shortcuts on that long run all i really want is my share uh get on my god on my totem is nothing in the discussion thank you for listening to the bush feminist podcast 
you'd like to support our radical feminism, consider making a gift at ko-fi.com slash butchfeminist or sponsoring us monthly through our Patreon, patreon.com slash stonebutchdisco. You can read work from Rachel, me, and many other lesbian feminists on our website, stonebutchdisco.com. We would love to hear your feedback and answer your questions, so send us an email at stonebutchdisco at gmail.com. Stay radical, babes.